Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Gloriole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 508 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil, have we prepared our candy desk? We have not prepared our candy desk yet. I am I, I am a, going to demand. I have a large glass of milk waiting for it, though. <laughs> it's got a huge glass of milk. Can it be tepid milk? It, I think it should be Can tepid it be milk. breast milk? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you tip well, yes, oh, it can be. Oh, gosh. It just depends on, on where you're getting your... Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, all right, real quick. So Candy desk. In the Senate yeah. right now, uh, the rules are, are bizarre and arbitrary, and I think that they're intended to create a certain amount of discomfort, right? Because uh, the right wants to hurry this along, so as long as everybody's uncomfortable, that's one way to keep things hurried along. I sometimes do this at work. I'll have standing meetings. I don't do this very often, but I do when I know I have talkers. So I'll have a meeting. I'll be like, all right, we're going to have a standing meeting. Everybody gather in the conference room, and I'll push all the chairs off to the side. And no one can sit down. That's a 15-minute meeting. Yeah. Because nobody do that intentional. Because right? nobody wants to. Nobody. Right. Yeah. So the Senate has rules right now um, that there is no food or drink allowed in the Senate except for water. Water. Milk. Milk. And then you can have candy. You can have candy. So you can't have tea. No. You can't have coffee. Nope. And like as a coffee drinker, (laughs) (laughs) as a coffee drinker, it's like the world lets me bring coffee wherever I want to go. Like it, like you go to work and you can carry coffee into the bathroom. You can carry coffee into the subway. You can. You You shouldn't. You can. You can. You can. You can do a lot of things except (laughs) on the Senate floor. Well, you know what I mean. Like coffee is like a ubiquitous carry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're it's, not letting you have a stimulant. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. on purpose. Oh, yeah. here I have some warm milk. <laughs> right? He's sleeping. Oh, yeah. Ted uh, Cruz is drooling on himself. Just, <laughs> you get all. You they got, call on Ted Cruz <laughs> and he's like, "Dinosaurs! Dinosaurs!" <laughs> just yells. Yeah, Ted, that's your answer for everything, you weird space alien, you mush-bodied space alien. I killed all the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like doing that like slow head bob as they get tired, like. <laughs> Yeah, they keep bobbing into the microphone and they keep on slowly like swaying. It's that, it's that like when you see a kid who's really, really tired and they start doing the head where their head goes, it's like a joystick right, going yeah. in different directions. Well, I, uh, it's forward, well, yeah. back, 
yep. left. It's like when the Myth- Mythbusters used to do that that uh, that sleep sickness thing. Where yeah, the vomiting chair. Bang their head back and forth. <laughs> they'd headbang for a while and then they'd puke in a bucket. Man, the the Mythbusters was metal. That's I all loved, I'm I actually loved Mythbusters. Like, I know that show is shit and I don't care. I loved it. Uh, but I do want to ask you, Cecil, in the spirit of the spirit, candy desk, the which by the way, we desk. don't have We don't Ian. have a candy desk, Ian. He's not in the studio Ian. yet. But He'll be here he'll and be I'm going to hit him yeah, until he becomes him. a candy yeah. desk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which will take a long time, but I'm willing to do it. Favorite candy. Favorite, favorite candy. candy. Favorite which you going, candy. And I'm talking like at the drugstore, yeah. you know, at the gas station. Yeah, favorite yeah, candy. Yeah. Favorite candy. Don't give me some esoteric Bolivian candy. Please. I will tell you, absolute money all the time is a Reese's cup. Man, a Reese's cup wrong. is a genius invention. It is, it is probably one of the greatest candies ever. It's so good. It's so good. And the beauty of the Reese's too is it's great frozen. Oh yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's great at room temperature. I've had their variations. So okay. I've tried their variations and they're all not great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you know what's horrible? Huh. Horrible is their dark chocolate Reese's. Their That's- white chocolate tastes better than their dark chocolate one. The, that- the white chocolate Reese's isn't good, but it tastes better than the dark chocolate the one. The dark chocolate one takes like, candle wax it does it's it's so awful bad. it's really bad it's comically it's so bad. bad it's too bad <laughs> also you know what what you think would be good yeah is the big cup oh, but the it's not good the ratio's up. fucked on that yeah, thing yeah it's like all fucked up what is wrong with you you fucked with the golden ratio it's, everybody knows what the ratio is right they got it perfect yep. the first time yeah and it, 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 it like the beauty of the Reese's cup was when done right, it scales down yeah. those little bite-sizing uh-huh. ones. Those oh, yeah. are great. Perfect. Those are perfect. Those are money. A, hundreds of those. I know. <laughs> so many are like, oh, they're little, so none of them count. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> they're like 700 calories a piece. <laughs> you know what's horrible, too, is the ones with the Reese's pieces in them because it oh, doesn't I've, taste I've any those. better, but, but it does crunchy. cut your yeah. mouth open. <laughs> Like, because it's like shards of like Reese's pieces. Oh, that's the worst. Like a fucking safety uh, glass in there. <laughs> it's terrible. It's seriously you terrible. Gotta, you got to take one of those escape hammers and break <laughs> it in half. <laughs> so I would say like the Reese's is a great answer. Reese's though. Like the Reese's is a great Reese's answer. Good. The take five bar should not be underestimated. That's got it's a solid bar. That's solid. Uh, pretzels yeah. with the, yeah, yeah. Pretzels yeah. and peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. And I love the Bueno bar. I don't think I've had one. So like they're now at the gas station, but the first time I had one was at like the Chris Crindle market. And like, I was like, oh, and like my buddies were back from Europe or something. And like, oh, we ate these all over Europe. And I had one at the Chris Crindle market. It's fucking amazing. And now you can get them at like CVS and shit. I'll check it out. Bueno, it's called? Bueno. Okay, I'll look at it. So fucking great. Yeah. When I was a kid, the answer 100% was Cadbury cream egg. Oh, yeah. I love those so much when I was a kid. I had one recently. (laughs) It's... It you is cracking someone's chocolate nuts out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it is the, it's the worst thing in the world. It is, it's so it is terrible. A, it's it, so terrible. It is a candy testicle. Is, yeah, I mean, 100%. when you eat it, your mascara should run. <laughs> it's so, so bad. It's, it's so bad. It's, it's just so bad. And you don't realize it when you're a kid uh, and you're gobbling it up. And I'm sure the priests were just looking at you, licking their lips. Uh, but man, when you eat it as an adult, you feel shame. It is. You feel a lot of you shame. You feel a fucking sugar you hangover oh, from it. They're so bad. And I saw recently that they changed the size of those, that they used to be much bigger. They're like fist size back <laughs> in the day. And now they're tiny. Now they're like things. taking testosterone. Yeah. They shrink but, down. But, <laughs> 
like a UFC fighter in his prime versus when he's down on the... Yeah, so, yeah, but those, that was money when I was a kid. I also really like a whatchamacallit. I think a whatchamacallit is a solid... I remember you telling me yeah. that, and I, I'm trying to remember what a fucking whatchamacallit is. So it's whatchamacallit is a peanut butter sort of crunchy thing on the bottom that's almost rice-based. Rice it's like okay. a rice crispy-ish... Uh, peanut butter type. Then there's a layer of caramel over chocolate. Oh, and I would eat the it's shit delicious. out of that It's thing. delicious. They're not, it's an excellent bite. It's not as good as the Reese's Cup for me, but it's good. Okay. Um, but yeah, send us your uh, your favorites. We didn't get a lot of cakes last time. A bunch of people we posted got, it. We got them on Facebook and everybody, yeah. like all you guys like crazy cakes from yeah. like weird parts of yeah. Europe that I can't pronounce. <laughs> there was one that was- like There was one that was like 60 characters yeah, long. I and, I, and I said, there's no way that's a real yeah, cake. I, there's no. no, you mashed the keyboard. There's no <laughs> way that's a real cake. That's what people are showing. Yeah. I'm like, I like yeah. carrot. Yeah. People are like, hmm, I like the Huckleisen Verstarker cake. <laughs> There's only one that they make every year. I like the Mein Führer cake. <laughs> uh, uh, instead of gold leaf, it's yeah. just gold fillings in there. It's just the whole thing. <laughs> you eat it, it's filled with cyanide. <laughs> You're nuts about this Jesus guy, aren't you? Well, I have a personal relationship with Christ. See, I can see worship Jesus if you were a girl. Jane, I worship a Jane. No, I'm Dad. just saying, a, a girl. I would worship Jane if he had a daughter, Jane. Oh. I could have a relationship with a Jane. He didn't have a daughter. It's a shame it wasn't a girl. That's all I have to say. Oh. All right, so let's talk about this story. It's from Wivba. Wivba. Wivba.com. B.com four. Uh, <laughs> Vatican's <laughs> terrible. It's really terrible. Vatican orders sex abuse investigation of Brooklyn Bishop, who happened to investigate Buffalo Diocese. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there here. There really is. There Imagine really is. this. Yeah. The fox guarding the hen house yeah. was fucking the hen house. <laughs> and he was the one somebody was like, we should find out who's fucking all these hens. Imagine this. Imagine we gave Congress the ability to give themselves raises. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a oh hard thing God. to put in your head, but that's what it's like. It's almost like the guys in charge of policing the police are just <laughs> other police. <laughs> Well, this guy, this guy, he's in charge of it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the first time they contacted him, though? The first time they reach out to him and, and it's the internal affairs of, of the, and they say, Father DiMarzio, uh, we just wanted to talk to you. Well, I didn't do it. I swear I didn't do it. We just wanted you to be in charge of the kid fucking division to see if you could root out any kid. Oh, yeah, I'm your guy. Oh, man. I'm your guy. But immediately beforehand, he was heart thumping for right, a while yeah, right. while he was being asked. <laughs> you could hear it across the desk. Dum, 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 right. dum, dum. Under the floorboards, yeah. you can hear that thing. Are you fucking kidding me? No, they don't tell on anyone. They don't tell on anybody in the Catholic Church, so it can't be the telltale. That had to be like a great moment where he was like looking around like, for real? Like, isn't like Chris Hansen going to yeah. jump out like at any minute? Like... Oh, we got you. Sit he's, down. Let's he's talk. He's wiping some kid off his face as he walks in. <laughs> oh, did you want to see me? <laughs> How could you get this more wrong? I know. Like, for real. I know. Like, it's, like your uh, whole organization are just, at this point, just repeat after me. We're all pedophiles. They need to remove that pipe organ and just play circus music the whole time. <laughs> That's what they need to do. It's just like, they're like, they're like getting together with the other priests. Like, okay, raise your hand if you're not a pedophile. 
Because we need someone to be in charge of finding okay, the pedophiles. Fine. Who doesn't fuck kids three times a week? It's like know, when you right? go to the doctor and they ask you how many alcoholic drinks. Right. <laughs> I'm at once, one or twice a year, once or twice a month, seven or 45 a week. <laughs> Just from month to week in a weird way. It's so strange because they're basically saying, you're not an alcoholic. This is the alcoholic right here. <laughs> you know, I did that again, like the other week. I, I had a physical uh, last week, I think it was. And, like, I don't lie to my doctor. Sure. I like, because fucking pro tip, sure. don't lie to your doctor. Sure. Yeah. But everybody, I guess, lies to their doctor. So it's like, how many drinks do you have a week? And I wrote like four to five. Because like some days I might come home from work and pour myself a drink. Some days I won't. Yeah. I usually won't have two. But like- You like having a drink. I might have a drink when I come home from work. I have, might have a drink when I get to the studio, right? But like, the guy's like, Whoom, four to five drinks a week. Um, it's a lot. Of, I'm like, it's four. It's like not even every day. He's like, oh, I just, as long as it's really four or five. And I'm just like, well, that's the number I wrote down. <laughs> I didn't write down 14. Like, yeah, if it was four, I'd be like, well, I have a fucking problem. Like my liver <laughs> fell out and it's running for help. Right now. My dad used to come home and drink an entire 12-pack of beer a night. Oh, my God. So Every day? So the doctor, yeah, every day. So the doctors see that, and then they see you, and they think four to five a week. Oh, sure thing. Right, yeah. I'm sure my dad put four to five a week in there while his yeah. fucking liver was shooting out of his body. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. writing down <laughs> the actual numbers? You're drinking yeah. 84 <laughs> beers a week. A week. <laughs> it's like... You just like there's <laughs> as you start to write it down, your yes. liver comes out and slaps your hand. <laughs> like, write down with eighty four. <laughs> write eighty four, motherfucker! I dare you. Wouldn't that be like one of those moments where you're like, okay, when you write it down, I can see how it's a lot. I can yeah. see how it's a lot. <laughs> when you write it down, it does seem like maybe I should scale it into the fifties. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'll do? I will only drink a twelve pack on the weekdays. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Hartsburg says when Romney lost the election last Tuesday, his friends and family were worried about how he would deal with his new permanent campaign slogan. People think I was going to go on suicide watch or go crazy. But he says he has no regrets. I know I did all I could for, for my candidate and my party. Okay, so this one was just, I mean, okay, this is from Right Wing Watch. Perry Stone, Mitt Romney might support impeachment to fulfill the white horse prophecy. Okay, so the Mormons have a white horse prophecy. I think it would actually do us good to read this part from Right Wing Watch. So um, there is the Mormon prophecies. It is a strong Mormon, and the Mormon religion has numerous prophecies that have been recorded and accepted concerning future or end time events. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, and you got to already pause and say like, why is there an or in that sentence? Like future or end time events. Like wouldn't the end time events necessarily be future events? Yeah, I mean, either that or the end times already happened. <laughs> right. Which some might argue, yeah, yeah, right? We did jump a track somewhere in 2016. It, it was a strong divergence, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. you're just like, no. Yeah. There's also, I love it. It's just like, all right, look, I love when they set the stage for this shit. Like, all right, we know there's a lot of a lot of prophecies, and those are true. Yeah, and that's just accepted. Yeah. So now that we've got that out of the way, we can move forward. And it's like, oh, no, no debate, yeah. no conversation about your prophecies yeah. about whether. The, <laughs> all right, anyway, the founder of the Mormon religion, Joseph Smith, give gave a white horse prophecy that a Mormon would one day be president of the United States. And I personally believe this is why Mitt ran for president. 
And I thought like, well, that's not a prophecy if he loses. Yeah. And he, like, and he did. Right. Yeah. The prophecy wasn't someday he <laughs> would run for president. Because fucking Joseph Smith ran for president. Yeah. And he lost too. Because he's also a fucking loser. <laughs> that's what happens when you lose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they. I also want to mention too that the Mormon church does not think that these this white horse prophecy prophecy is real. Right. So right. they don't they don't believe in this. Right. So this is a different guy who's saying this. Yeah. Right. This is an official. It's doctrine. not official. Like it's not no, part it's of not, camp. Yeah. Right. So, so then they then they go on to explain that like yeah these you know these visions and yeah, stuff. They, I don't know why I even said that. This is basically arguing whether ten or fifteen angels could dance. dance about it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Both right. of them are wrong. Right. Both of them don't have a grasp on reality. This guy just has a different untethered grasp on reality. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the Mormons yeah. are like, wait a minute. Yeah. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Nobody's saying that at all. <laughs> yeah. They have a, plenty of prophecy that they believe in. <laughs> this one just happens to be one they don't. Right. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, excuse me, we're not. But <laughs> 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 oh, we're just a different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the prophecies include future fighting between the states. Oh, by the way, this all comes from dreams, right? Yeah. So prophecies yeah. oh, come God. from dreams. Because dreams are a reliable way to understand the world. Absolutely. It's not just yeah. the garbage your brain does For when sure. you're trying a little For bit sure. to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So the prophecies include future fighting between the states in which farmers would be suffering. Uh, I don't even know what that means. Okay. Well, they are now, so. I did sense. like this. A battle with the people at the southern border. Uh, there's no battle. Like, the people show up and we're just like, no thanks. <laughs> That's not a battle. <laughs> You're right. There isn't a battle. It's not a give and take. Right. That's for sure. It's a lot of take and right. put them in cage, but there's not a lot of give. Yeah. Yeah. Like a battle would be like, Garar, we have weapons sure. and we're fighting. Yeah. We're like, oh no, yeah. we're not going to immediately yeah. win if that happens. Now it's like, now it's, I traveled so far. Right. I like, carried my child on my shoulders for a thousand miles. <laughs> Do you have a free cage? I know, That's, right? <laughs> like we were talking earlier in the show. To a guy in Iowa, we're making fun of like how lazy Americans are because it's like two hours to vote in your yep. caucus. It's yeah. like these guys are like, I walked from Honduras, <laughs> motherfucker. Exactly. Like, I don't want to be an American that bad. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody was like, hey, man, walk to Honduras or you're not American anymore. I'd be like, cool, man. <laughs> Canada. Here I come. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My feet are hot. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> All right. Government division and confusion would cause riots in the streets against the politicians in Washington, causing politicians to go into hiding for fear for their lives. Then I like this part too. There would be a constitutional crisis. I th what the fuck would a constitutional crisis be? Well, yeah. I mean, we are kind of living in one right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're definitely in a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think we have decided we don't care about well, the Constitution well, anymore. I don't know if you saw a couple weeks ago when Trump said that he tried to read it and it hurt his brain or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. There was, like, this project where, like, they were getting, like, former presidents and, like, uh, like official fancy people to, like, read the Constitution. They were all—they all had to pick a part and read it, and then they were going to, like, splice the audio together. So there was one audio reading of the whole Constitution. That's the project. And so, like, Trump— picked a part to read that was about the powers of the president. And it made sense because he's the sitting president and he's going to read that part. And like, he like flipped his fucking mind about it. He was like, he like started getting like mad and like yelling at the other people in the room for like crinkling rappers and stuff. <laughs> and like, he did the whole Bill, Bill O'Reilly yeah, do it live boy, thing. Do it. And then like, he said like, it's like a foreign language. <laughs> Serious, buddy. Oh, 
sure is. And sure I, it's is. Like, God, it's not even that yeah. hard. It's not even yeah. like I know, I know. Like as like, it's not an ancient version. No, no. It's a couple of hundred years yeah. old. It's a little antiquated, but like it's an entirely it's readable document. It's completely readable. It's absolutely. not fucking Shakespeare. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's not fucking Heidegger. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's, it's like, nobody's asking me to read like Canterbury Tales in the original Old English. Like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, all right, that yeah. sounds more like German. You yeah. got me on that yeah. one. All right, so, a uh, constitutional crisis in which afterward a Mormon would step in. <laughs> for, like, they're just like, wait a minute. The Mormon's here to save the day. Do, 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 do Mormons do. step in or are they more like, take my wife, please? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Which one is it? I guess it depends on which sect you're in. So, right. Yeah. 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 And which wife you're take, giving away. Like, uh, take the, you know, the fat one over I on the left. I got six We're or not... seven. You could take one of them. Yeah. Not fine. that one. Yeah. That's the keeping yeah. wife. That's obviously the keeping wife. You knew that when you picked her. Put Stop it. The okay. keeping wife. Uh, oh my God. Who, All right. So, okay. Yeah. Who thinks, who thinks... <laughs> Mitt Romney could do anything but save money. I mean, seriously, who thinks right. that? No. I can't. I can't imagine Mitt Romney stepping in. Although I will say, right now, I would take Mitt Romney oh over anything. Have Have you ever wanted Mitt Romney to be president <laughs> so bad as you do right now? Let, let's Let's pause real quick and think about the failed candidates for. I'll president. tell you what. I would. I would be fine with a President Cruz right now. Oh, President Cruz, I would be. I would be hard as a fucking rock. Marco Rubio? Marco Rubio would be oh. an outstanding oh president. Oh, my God. Gosh. President Rubio would be... To go. This is president lower your standards. That's yeah. what he is. This is president abandon your yeah. standards. <laughs> <laughs> an LGBT sandwich. Toast, bukake, then the lettuce. I shredded it up so it can absorb any extra gay juices. Next, we slap on our bacon and top it off with our salty tomatoes. And I decided to add some extra intense gayness because I like my sandwiches like I like my woman. Homosexual. This story comes from the free thinker over at Patheos Blogs. End timers gleefully anticipate a bloody war led by Trump and Jesus. Trump and Jesus. I just want to point out, anybody who's listening... Go to this this article, and when you click on this article, you will see Paula White looking like she's eating a sandwich. <laughs> it's my favorite thing I've ever seen. It is it genuine. It's the perfect photo of her eating a hoagie. It does look like, like a, she's eating a sandwich. It's like a giant grinder or whatever. She's getting ready to just chomp down an imaginary sandwich, and it's amazing. I remember one time, like sometimes I, I suffer from, from, from incomplete sleep paralysis sometimes, mm -hmm. particularly if I'm uh, really overtired. And one time I, I was having a dream. Incomplete, meaning you just fucking flail around? Yeah, yeah. No shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often, a handful of times a year. So, like, I've, like, uh, like I'll have a dream, you know, and I'll strike out my dream. Okay, You know, like sure. punch or something. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. like, I've jumped out of bed. But w one time, um, <laughs> I, it, it, I'm a piece of shit. One time I was having a dream that I was eating a hamburger and I woke myself up with the clack of my jaws snapping. You, you were I, that wham. into it. I bit you were down that and there was into it. nothing there. Oh. And I was like, and I woke up and my teeth hurt from clamping down. Like I was biting something and there was nothing there. And I remember waking up and I was like, fuck. There's no hamburger. There's no here. hamburger. <laughs> it was like it's not, it's not falling asleep and you're getting ready to have sex with a, like, like right. a room full of ladies or whatever. It's I just had a hamburger. I, I, I had a hamburger. I, right. That I wish I could have right now. Because that is viable. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up so true. disappointed. That's true. So uh, disappointed. 
All right, so uh, Paula White, uh, who looks different every time you see her, yeah. incidentally, kind of crazy. She definitely does. Um, God evidently told her some shit. So here's what God said. God came to me last night and showed me a vision of Trump. <gasps> oh, God came to her. That's what she's holding. There you go. Oh, that's, okay. It's bigger. Sizable. It's bigger than you think. So that's why we didn't recognize it. Neither I one thought of it was us. a sandwich. Nope. Uh, nope. It's I've just a, a giant magnum. Never condom. seen a lady with her <laughs> arms like that. No, that's not. No, not right. like not not as if she were demonstrating how big the bass she caught was. Right. Right. <laughs> no. Never that. Never that. It's always on one hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and a bored expression. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you could get him to look at you. That's uh, awesome. Good for you. God came to me last night and showed me a vision of Trump riding alongside Jesus on a horse. Could you imagine golden? Could you imagine? Could you imagine Trump? First off, you would need one of those Budweiser Clydesdales <laughs> that are workhorses that, that pull right like, fucking ships ashore, whatever like, they do. They like haul siege yeah. engines to the fucking <laughs> castle, pull down a castle wall if you hook it up to it. That's what you would need to move Trump around. That's what you would need. I love that the horse is made of gold. Oh, it's just like clinking as it walks. It's all sapphires. Oh, it's Even his fucking horse Horse is gaudy. I hate. <laughs> I could I just could let's take a second to talk about heaven for a second. Yeah, how stupid a concept it is <laughs> that you're you you leave your body. Yep. You're a soul. You could go wherever you want. You don't need anything anymore. But somehow they try to entice you with gold, yeah. as if gold <laughs> has some sort of inherent value. Right. Now I get monoatomic gold oh, when you're a soul. Come on now, of that course. makes sense. Duh. But Obvious. anything else. I don't. I just don't understand the wealth aspect that they keep on trying to push with heaven. It feels like they keep pushing over yeah. and over that there's a you are going to be wealthy, and and I think well there's there's not an Apple store up there, right? <laughs> what am I going to spend my money on? I I have wondered about that with heaven and hell. Like, aren't I incorporeal? Right. Like it's like oh you're going to be so comfortable. Well, I assume it's like not wearing pants all the time, <laughs> right? Like I don't even have to wear my shitty body. It's even better. Like, yeah. first thing you do, you walk in the door and you're just like, pants off. Pants. Wah! Like pants. <laughs> I have a, I have like an inspector gadget thing that just pulls the pants off. I press, <laughs> it's, just, it's an app on my phone. I just hit the thing. Electronic arms come out and they pants me right there. And then I walk into the house. I got like a Rube Goldberg, Wallace and Gromit machine that does it for me. But it, I have a bat pole that I slide down <laughs> and I come out come naked. Out pants <laughs> Yeah, right? But like, like, and it's the same problem with hell. It's like, oh, I'm going to burn in a lake of fire. Burn what? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm just, I'm not even, my body's already up there yeah. rotting away and doing its thing. You give me like a loner that I <laughs> have to a, fuck with? Yeah, you can. <laughs> like, uh, if you bring this back not scratched, you're in trouble because you're in hell, you know? Like, and I go yeah. to heaven and it's like, the streets are paved with gold. Well, then- that renders the gold valueless, yeah, exactly. first of all. Yeah, you've just inflated the right, price yeah. of everything. <laughs> it's like because your gold is worthless. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta hold you gotta keep a tight stranglehold <laughs> on that native digging up those diamonds. <laughs> and then you can Yeah. Yeah, it's it, the only way it works is if you're in my blue heaven. Like that's the only way it works. Oh <laughs> uh, so. heaven. All right. So he says, uh, you're, Jesus and Trump are riding, They're riding on a horse. And what does it mean? This means that he will play a critical role in Armageddon, 
as the United States stands alongside Israel in the battle against Islam. I will say that is the most believable thing absolutely very Paula believable. White has yeah, ever said. Very believable. Yeah. I think that Trump may play a part in Armageddon. <laughs> I, that does not, so that would like it. Yeah. And we can't get our cock out of Israel. Right. Or Israel's cock out of us. So have you been following the news stories about the uh, respiratory virus coming out of China? Uh, I've been getting alerts. The coronavirus. Yeah. So I've been following some of the stories because it's like coronavirus is what it's called. It is. So you got to put a lime oh. in it. <laughs> and then you put it in a coconut and shake it all up. <laughs> what you do is you you put a lime in it and then you hand it to somebody no older than 23 who will still fucking drink a Corona. Corona. <laughs> Corona in a can's not bad. No, that's actually, that's Corona actually true. In a Corona in a can is way better than Corona better in a bottle. Than bottle. Yeah. Way better than a bottle. And I will drink a Corona if it's hot. Yeah, like Corona, Corona, yeah. ice cold in a can is great. Yeah. Heineken in a can is good too. Yeah, it's weirdly it's like weirdly better. Yeah, it's it, weirdly better. It's less skunky. Yeah, in it's the a can. skunky problem. That's the problem with the beers. Right. Is there's there's several beers that come in a bottle that are not as good as the cans. Yeah. Canning is a better canning's process. Canning is a superior process. It is a way it's a superior process. process. But sure. even even macro brew stuff, is that the word I'm thinking of? Yeah. Macro brew. Even some of the macro brew stuff is really solid in a can. Yeah. It's good I in a can. Totally agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I totally agree yeah. with you. The the coronavirus thing that uh, doesn't which come sounds in a can. more delicious yeah, it doesn't come in a can. See, yeah. Like May, it, it, who knows if it's going to turn into anything yeah. like substantial? What, right? are they, what are they? What are they comparing it to right now? They're saying it's similar to. Uh, I don't know about any comparisons. I thought I read a comparison, but I'm forgetting. Anyway, so but it, is it, SARS a thing? Is SARS a thing? Yeah, it is. It is actually that's it. Yeah, SARS. Right, I'm yeah. thinking SARS is that gas that they let off, but that's not it. <laughs> no, that's, that's a different <laughs> one. That's a different something. Sirin. Sirin. Sirin gas. And SARS are different. They're not the same thing. Okay. Yeah, one's Japan, one's, one's China. Exactly. They don't go across that that's sea. That's racist that if is. you confuse them. I'm sorry. I didn't that's mean it. Racist. <laughs> anyway. But it's like you got this like emerging virus, this, this emerging possible pandemic situation coming out of China. And it's like, I'm following the story and I'm a little bit like, okay, it's worth watching. Like it's worth paying attention to this. And I'm, then my next thought is like, God, can you imagine the horror of a pandemic with Trump in charge? Oh my gosh, I can't. Oh like, my gosh, that would like, be absolutely like, disastrous. We think about Trump, or at least I have, and it really struck me today. Like I've thought about Trump a lot in terms of like what he'll do, but I've not really thought too much about like how he might respond to an emergency, like a real- sure international emergency. Yeah. It would be so bad. Yeah. He would respond in the worst possible he wouldn't know way. I, I, I genuinely think at a certain point, someone else takes over. I, yeah. I don't feel like he would be a person who under that kind of pressure would make the right decisions. And I have a feeling that they would just supersede him yeah. or something. I mean, like day one, like he would weaponize the fact of the pandemic to close the southern Absolutely. border. Absolutely, to do like he would, he would use do it horrible to get shit. He would do horrible of those shit. Policy things yeah. that he's been preventing. He from would doing. do. He would do everything he could to make sure that all the things he wanted would come to fruition. Terrifying. Like, yeah. I have no idea if that virus will turn into anything like to really be worried about. But my thought was like, oh my god, yeah, that's the guy who would lead us through the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Vaccines. Or as the fun doctor at your family practice puts it, shut, 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 shut. Seriously, there'll be a slight pinch. So this story comes from the New York Times, and it's a rather lengthy article. It's how anti-vaccine activists doomed a bill in New Jersey. Angry parents, an ultra-Orthodox Jewish group, and anti-vaccine celebrities rallied to outmatch one of the state's Gosh. most powerful 
elected leaders. Man, after the measles outbreak, uh, or well, during, after, during, I don't know, I think it's still going it was, on. Well, right? it was during-ish, but the, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, a number of states said, hey, we would like less measles. Yeah. It turns out yeah. measles is insane. And they did a great job in New York yeah. with the, you can't get this for religious reasons. And they also said philosophical reasons. And I wonder what could be your philosophical reason? Are you arguing that, oh, was everything, reality is just a construct. So measles aren't real. I don't understand the philosophical objection. You see, I think we're all living in a simulation. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right? The simulation won't yeah. give me measles. Yeah. But then there's simulated measles, <laughs> so that's not... Maybe it's like velociraptors can't get yeah. it. Like it's, <laughs> I didn't think this one through. Yeah, so I didn't get the philosophy part, but I do I do think that it's great. I think that they, yep. the, they went to the trouble of saying, look, you can't do that anymore. Right. You can't do that here. We're not going to let you. Sorry, this has to be a group effort. It's you know, the people who can't get this, physically right. can't get it, won't get the herd immunity if people do it electively. And and a lot of states are floating. Yeah. You can't send your kid to school. You can't like, you can't do it. Like yeah. public resources, you can't avail yourself of if you're sending a little Petri dish yeah. to yeah. hang out with these kids that aren't, you know, garbage. Like For sure. Shitty For sure. garbage kid. Yeah. But like what's, what's crazy is like the ultra-Orthodox Jewish community is like a virulently anti-vax community. Yeah. And I don't really understand why there's such a virulently anti- like, like, how did the anti-vax movement settle so deeply into the ultra-Orthodox community? It's because of the suspicion, right? I think it's because of that, okay. that, that suspicion sus of the outside. And when you hear about anti-vaxxers, there's a, a whole broad range of why people don't want to do it. Yeah there's, it's like feng shui. There's not one reason why everybody is against vaccines because there's no real good reason to be against vaccines. Right. So everybody makes up their own bullshit reason. The government's trying to control you. The pharmaceutical company wants to make money. There's all these other reasons why they think that people are getting, they, they want to force you to get these vaccines. So for them, they just picked another bullshit reason. And it's, they probably think that the government is trying to control you and they don't want to have that that push yeah. on their on their on on their faith or whatever. I, and like, and I know you're probably right, but like measles tore ass through that. Community. Oh, fucking it, it yeah, tore oh, ass yeah. through the whole yeah. Orthodox community. Yeah. Like it, measles was like, woo woo. Yeah, no, grabbed their fucking sideburns and hung on. Yeah, ran a absolutely train on those fucking, fucking a guys. man. Yeah, came waltzing down the street in their weird top hat or whatever. <laughs> fucking a, it did. You bet it did. Yeah, yeah. So you would think at that point you'd be like, all right. Turns out, yeah. Measles is awful. Yep. And we don't want that. Yep. And we're going to do something about that. But like still the anti-vax movement, the anti-vax movement continues. Yeah. One of the things that, that struck me from this is it reminds me of Chicago and the gun violence problem. You can ban all the guns you want in Chicago, but if you don't get a, the surrounding area on board with you, right. it's essentially useless. <clears throat> Same thing here. Ban all you want in New York, but New Jersey's just across the river or whatever it is. Right. I don't even know how close it is or whatever. It's nearby. I know it's nearby. Yeah. It's a land bridge or whatever they do. <laughs> I don't know. But in any case, it's it's right nearby. So the Jersey's nearby. It's not gonna, it's if if you ban it and do all that stuff and they don't have that rule there, right. well, yeah, your fucking little incubator kid's gonna be able to run around at all the public parks and all the places, yeah. gonna be able to 
get other kids infected and fuck everything up for everybody. And, and the worst part about that is if someone comes in from outside, just like the Chicago problem, yep. and they have the measles and they there's an outbreak of measles there because there's some immunodeficient kids or whatever, then you're going to be hearing all those an, those vaxxers, those anti-vaxxers or whatever, yeah. pointing to it, those anti-vaxxivists or whatever they are. I don't know. Is that what they call Vaxxivists. I don't know. Anti-vaxxivists. Anti-vaxxivists. And anyway, they're going to be pointing. They're going to be saying, look, see, vaccines don't do anything. It's the same thing they do with Chicago and the guns, where right. they say, look, these gun laws don't do anything because they went and got their guns somewhere else. Yeah, they drove 15 They drove 15 minutes, minutes right. and they got guns at wherever in the in the first stop in Indiana, right next to crazy Kaplan's <laughs> to get your fireworks. Right. They, they stopped right. one stop in. And so they're going to bring the guns back and there's going to be a shit ton of guns here and there's nothing you can do about it. But everybody gets to point to Chicago and you get to be made a fool of because none of your gun laws can do anything because we don't have a fucking walled city. Yeah, well, I, right, exactly. And like in 2020, like you've got more people moving more freely than yeah, ever before. Ever before. Like it's never been like yeah. this before. Yeah. You know, like that coronavirus in China. Like I seriously, I, I read it. It was like, oh, it's like it's it's in Wuhan, and it's like, uh, you know, there's 400, 200 people that have it. Then like the next day, it's like there's 400 people that have it. Then it's like four people have died. Then 17. Yeah. Now it's, it's in the, the states. epidemic game. It's that epidemic. It game. is. Yeah. It, like it, it it and it's changing daily. And the way it, the reason it's able to change daily like that is because people are so incredibly mobile. Well, that's fucking super true of like measles. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like this is not complicated yeah. stuff. Nobody has to get measles. Yeah. And we can't even agree at this point to be like, well, maybe sometimes you want some measles. <gasps> so there's a person, Sue Collins, founder of the New Jersey Coalition for Vaccine Choice vaccine choice. What the fuck? Did you workshop that name? <laughs> Instead, it's a, before it was dying kids give the best hugs and you decided to change it. You decided to change it to vaccine choice. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You know, think about it this way. Having a fucking organization where you say, you know what? I'm from the state highway driving license choice. Yeah, right. That's what I come for. I don't think that you need to have a driver's license. And I think when you get into those accidents, your body makes you stronger after you get into those accidents. <laughs> That's how this should work. I come from the, you should be able to, you know, have a fucking whole row of houses and only a few of them should be up to fire code. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. how it should work. It's it's the problem of conflating science with adages and, and analogies, yeah, right? right? Like, because it's like, like your, your example is actually like right on. It's like, people will say as if it's true, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, yep. right? And A, like, that's just not sure. true. Yeah. Like, what doesn't kill you very often weakens you and harms you irreparably. They've, like, they've <laughs> proven that measles causes right. immunodeficiency for years, years. after you're yeah. getting it. Yeah. So, you and we know someone with immunodeficiency, it sucks. It's like literally the worst thing that can happen to you. It renders you essentially a useless person <laughs> <Right>? for a <laughs> long time. Yeah. You yeah. can't be around it's other awful. people. It's awful. Yeah, it's it's awful. the it's you don't want to wish this on anyone. No. And so you're absolutely right. Yeah, you think, oh, it's good, good whatever. No, it could fuck you up for an extended period of time. Right. Not just a couple of days and a couple of bumps. It's not just a few people go blind. It's not a few people die. It's that, you know, the people who get it could be fucked up for years. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And they and they they've also I've seen things where the the anti-vaxxers are um, they're, they're using language like that choice, choice language, choice language. They're also using language, um, of consent. So they've, they've piggybacked. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So they're, they're piggybacking on, on the, um, uh, all the, all the language and the movement 
around consent and how important consent, bodily consent is. And so they've piggybacked on and, and co-opted that language to say like, your body cannot be penetrated. Nobody can do something to your body without your approval. You have V2 bodily movement. autonomy, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dangerous. Yeah. It's so dangerous yeah. to confuse science with analogies, yeah. right? Analogies help us understand complex yeah. things in simple ways, but they don't actually make complex things simple and they don't actually create deep understanding. Sure. We don't, if we like, if we don't know that, then we'll think adages are true. Sure. And, and we'll act on adages and we'll act on analogies yep. rather than acting on facts. And we're going to get the fucking measles because of it. I will say the two most dangerous things somebody could be is folksy and have just a little bit of knowledge. Those yeah. two things right. are a fucking nightmare. Yep. China has total respect for Donald Trump's very, very large a brain. They call her Pocahontas. I am the chosen one. You are fake news. Okay. I am the least racist person. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. To come here, grab him by the pussy. Stop it. So this weekend, Trump, uh, so Trump is being uh, tried in the Senate this week. They they marched uh, one of the justices, uh, Kennedy, is it? Was it, who was yeah. it? Kennedy marched in and uh, took an oath from 53 liars. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm not, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not yeah, wrong. Right I'm not wrong. Yeah. Uh, took an oath from them. And then they, they audibled a few impeachment rules, <laughs> a, few, a few Senate rules to decide whether or not this, what's going to happen and what's going to be yeah. said. The Democrats are still holding out hope that a few people will be called for, to in for testimony. They mainly said, look, uh, we're going to use the same rules for Clinton, but those rules were for a house that really did its homework and was able to get documents because they were free with getting documents and free with interviewing people sure. where they're not in this. And so using the Clinton rules doesn't make a lot of sense because we the house was stonewalled at every turn. Right. And it's t- and it, and that is and that is demonstrated by part of this one of the story that we're going to be talking about in this week in Trump. We'll start with that story, but I'm going to read the headlines first. <clears throat> So uh, I'll, I'll start with Hannity previews Trump's final defense. So what if he's guilty? That's yes. from the New York Times. Schiff's brilliant presentation is knocking down excuses to acquit. We're going to read some bullets from that article. And then this is the one we're going to talk about to start out. Trump's brags <laughs> about concealing impeachment evidence. We have all the material they don't. I'm just going to play this. It's 20 seconds long. This is absolutely outstanding. When we released that conversation, all hell broke out with the Democrats, because they say, wait a minute, this is much different than Shifty Schiff told us. So we're doing very well. I got to watch enough. I thought our team did a very good job. But honestly, we have all the material. They don't have the material. So what he's saying is, is we didn't release any evidence. Yeah. We didn't release any of the stuff that's damning. So they're coming out and saying like, the thing is fucking rigged. We have all of the, we have all the material. They have all the witnesses. They're not going to allow them to be called. Like, we don't, like, aren't we supposed to have transparency and governance? Isn't this supposed to be a goddamn democracy, even if it is a representative one? Like, isn't this motherfucker answerable to us, the people, not, like, he's not answerable to Congress, right? He's supposed to be fucking answerable to us. The idea that, like, the goddamn president would just be like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, that you guys don't deserve to have this information. You don't deserve to hear from these witnesses. I'm so innocent yeah. that I'm not going to give you any of this information. I'm such a billionaire, I won't give you my tax returns. Yes. 
right? Everything the he's concealed. Fuck out of here. He's concealed everything thus far. Every yeah. single thing that anyone has asked about, anything that's been even remotely shady, he has concealed a hundred percent, and he's never agreed with any of the stuff. The thing is, is that what 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 happened before was there was a level of decorum that no one was willing to break. Right. And he has none. So he doesn't care. No. He literally doesn't care and he won't he won't budge on any of this stuff. No. Yeah, he he part of it is cuz he does not care if he looks like an asshole. Yeah. Like a lot of this is like, well I don't want to look like I ultimately I'll lose face if I don't do these things. If you don't give a shit about like looking like the bad guy, if like being the bad guy is in fact part of your persona, yeah. Then like you have all the cards because all the rules are rules of politeness. They're yeah. like more yeah. like so. It's like absolutely. It's like if you if I invite you to my house, I don't expect you're gonna walk into my house with dog shit on your shoes, you know, and go punch my cat. Sure, I can't stop you if you do it. Yeah, but you're really unlikely to do it. Yeah, you know. And you know the thing is, is that there's that that you, you're absolutely right. It's it's just that you're not you just don't expect it. Right. But at this point, when he said this out loud, I totally uh, I it didn't even phase me. Yeah. It didn't right. even phase me because I absolutely expect him to obfuscate everything at this point. He has done it since the beginning. And that leads us to the to the other article about Hannity. You know, <laughs> Hannity's defense is that so what if he's guilty? But it, th this defense has has morphed because at first he didn't do it. Right. Then he released a call saying, yeah, I did it, but it's my right to do it. And now... It's and then it eventually got to. I learned it from watching you or something like that. I don't even know. I don't even know at what point right. where the blame shifted. But then it eventually shifts to. But so what? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. It, it's. I mean, do you remember the the press conference where the guy came out and said, "Yeah, we do this shit all the time. So what? Get over yep. it. Yep. So what? And get like, over it. Yep. It came out and said it, and then they, they had to walk that back. Like, uh, no, we didn't mean that. What he said very openly yeah. was not what he yeah. said very openly. Yeah. And now. The defense is like, yeah, all right. It's if the president does it, it's not wrong. Yeah, they the Republicans do not want a president when it's their guy. They want a king when it's their guy. Yeah, they want a guy who like is literally impossible to touch. When it's our guy, <clears throat> when it's another party, they want a guy who is a hundred percent hamstrung. Yeah, there is no in between, and and I we had Bush for eight years. Yeah. He was not a hundred percent hamstrung. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah, he, he was able to do honest. a lot of stuff, yeah. and a lot of stuff that we look back now and think, "God, was he the worst president?" And we, and he's not. I don't think that if Donald, I think if Donald Trump would have came into office and he would have looked at Congress and said, "Look, I I realize that I'm I'm not a very well liked person. People on the left do not like me, but I am the country's president." And he did say something similar when he was elected. Yeah. I'm the country's president now. And if he came in and he would have tried to do something that was not all horrible <laughs> and all always trying to conceal stuff and always trying to better himself and always trying to literally look out for himself alone. And that's what this whole impeachment thing is about. It's not about uh, anything other than abuse of power to make himself better. Yeah. That's all it was, a betterment of himself. People wouldn't even care if it was for the country. No, because that's his job if it's exactly. for the country. No one like, would care. Like, and, and you can tell just by, like, listen to the motherfucking language this guy used. All he talks about is himself. He yeah. doesn't talk about America. Like, he doesn't talk about, like, he talks about, like, I'm doing this. I did that. Yeah. I, 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 me, me, me. 
He's never, like, he's supposed to be a goddamn servant to the people. Yeah. And he doesn't talk about you, we, us. It's never servant language. It's always language is yeah. driven in order to, like, yep. raise up his fucking yep. power. Yep. It's And it's so transparent and it's so ugly. And I don't understand a world that, like, Republicans want a small government. They're anti-government. Yep. They're afraid of the government. And yet you've got a guy in power that is on their side who is the least transparent figure we have had yeah. in government, yeah. the least answerable to the people, the most um, like autocratic of the presidents that we've had in my lifetime. And somehow that's not in direct opposition to that fundamental philosophical tenet of small government. Yeah. I can't like I can't wrap my fucking head around that. Yeah. Last one is uh Adam Schiff. Uh he's the one who is presenting the case, uh, the prosecution. Uh, and uh he's got an interesting, he he basically talked for a while to try to debunk a lot of the things that the that the defense was talking about. And yeah. so we should read some of these things. Yeah, so he says. Trump mentioned the Bidens and Burisma, but not corruption during the July 25th call. That's important. That's important, right? right? Yeah. Because his defense is, I have a right to help, you know, I have a responsibility to call Ukraine and say, hey, we want to root out corruption. Yeah. Corruption was not part of that phone call yeah. on July 25th. Trump followed up with a call to Gordon Sondland, the U.S. ambassador to the EU, on whether the investigations he demanded would happen. Then a text by a Trump appointee to Zelensky's top aide sent 30 minutes before the call stressed that Trump was looking for an announcement of an investigation into the Bidens. That's all he wanted. It was an announcement. He didn't even care if there was one. Right. So what he wants is the, is the political theater of yep. it because it benefits That's him what personally. what I want. Yep. When Trump, standing on the White House driveway, told the media that he wanted both Ukraine and China to investigate Joe Biden, he was not pursuing corruption in Ukraine, but rather looking for foreign countries to smear the former vice president. That's just an out loud thing right. that happened. Yeah. And I don't understand yeah. how that's yeah. okay. I don't know how that's okay. <clears throat> The draft statement announcing the Ukraine would undertake corruption investigations was rewritten by Sondland and Trump lawyer Giuliani to specifically include Burisma and the 2016 election, i.e. CrowdStrike. Then Giuliani openly bragged about interfering in an investigation in the Jeez. Ukraine, which is, that guy, what the fuck? He's, what? A, he's like your worst enemy and he's on your team, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Right. He's kicking every single soccer ball into your, your own goal. goal the whole game <laughs> and everybody on your side is still cheering I, it's crazy how like toxic and right hand grenade right? man uh ukrainian officials through corrupt uh through trump's corrupt scheme back in our faces when asked not to investigate their political opponents which means they knew it yeah ukraine was confronted with a cut off of vital aid in the middle of a hot war and the aid was only released when Trump was caught and acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney confirmed, confirmed it. it. Confirmed it publicly. Yep. So I think this is a that this article is great because it illustrates the timeline really well yep. about what was happening. And you can I don't know how you read this as one of those people on the other side who look at this stuff and think any of this shit should be would be okay if it was somebody else in the White House. And they yep. never, they have no imagination. They can't put anybody else in the White House. Yeah. Well, no, I, th I think the thing is that, like, there is an intentional dishonesty, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, look, I don't give a shit because my guy did it. Yep. And my guy won and yep. nana nana boo boo. Yeah. And I want him to do the things I want him to do. And so I want him to win next year. If he's going to cheat to win, I'm okay with it. Because, like, these are not principled people. These are pragmatic people, right? Like, yeah. they've got a guy. They like their guy. 
their guy's going to do all the shitty, mean-spirited, awful, vile things that they, yeah. they want done. Yeah. So if he does those things by using vile, mean-spirited, shitty methods, they're just like, why, did, yeah. why, why would that bother me? Do what do you think? Do you think that the they're going to get any witnesses? No. I don't think they're going to get any witnesses either. I don't either. get a single witness. I know that they're hemming and hawing around a few of the people that are... Uh, more independent. I know Susan Collins is one mm -hmm. of those people that they're trying to push her into a, a, a but she's a corner. caved to the but right. It, she's every caved time. every single time. And there's a couple of a couple of people on the right that they might be able to convince, but that's not going to be enough. Yeah. No. So I don't think anything good will happen. I think this is a. I think it's a total loser. Yeah. I think we have to do it. You got. I not. I am one hundred percent. I am one hundred percent behind doing it because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And I think I think sometimes you do the right thing and it sucks. And that's sometimes that's just the real thing that happens. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, please enjoy this next ad read as written by Tom and Cecil. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up the bedroom is even better. Uh, hold on, there's a note. Emphasize butt while you're reading it so people know it's for butt stuff. <sighs> oh my God. If you, if you go to adamandeve.com right now, you can select almost any one item for 50% off. Oh, that's pretty good. And then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Haha, <laughs> loads. I'm sorry, they made me laugh at that. It's written in the copy. Enter offer code GLORY at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy or for your secondary or tertiary polyamorous relationships. Look, just because I'm a millennial doesn't mean we're all poly. And six free spicy movies, plus free shipping. That's Glory, G-L-O-R-Y, offer code Glory at checkout at adamandeve.com. Uh, sex is fun and you should be doing it please i guess and statistically millennials are having less sex so let's change that uh statistic please make more cognitive dissonance listeners or or don't or just or just or fuck people i don't know thank you So we're talking now to Jason uh, from, uh, what do you say, Bettendorf? I don't know. One of those Iowa towns. It doesn't matter. There's, they, they're, they're all the same. They're essentially interchangeable. Are, aren't all towns, is it like, do they just have towns and hamlets? They don't have a city, <laughs> Yeah, right? right? They don't have a city, I don't think. A anyway, village. Wait, in, in any case, Jason, uh, do, Jason is a caucus chair in Iowa, and he's here to explain to us how the caucuses work. Welcome to Cognitive Dissonance, Jason. Thank you for having me. All right, Jason, I guess first question. Um, I, we, we know that Iowa is probably, if not the most, it's one of the whitest states in the country. So do you really need a chief Caucasian yeah, right? in Iowa? That just yeah. seems redundant. Yeah. Well, the, the irony here is I'm actually not white, but I think I'm one of the few only. <laughs> you sound so white. <laughs> <laughs> You're very articulate. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. So how does this work? I got because it feels like a really weird system. It feels like like you guys all get in a room and then you like hug it out or something. Like what happens in these things? Yeah. What the fuck even is a caucus? Well, you, you sound like he pretty much got it there, but uh, essentially, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody files into a location, hopefully a room large enough for everyone. Wait, I already have questions. I I already have questions. What do you mean, hopefully a room large? Do they not know how many Caucasians are Sorry. showing up? Sorry, y'all. You get this pole barn. That's all you get. <laughs> like what? Yeah, right. Like I mean, like when we when we do like when when you do a primary in a civilized state, and I know primaries are different than the than the caucuses. That's the conversation. But like. When you do a primary in a civilized state, they have them at like a school or like a municipal yeah, building. Yeah, yeah. So like, is that not the case in Iowa? Or maybe they don't have schools. Oh. I, that could be the case. They, they break it down by precinct and it's based on the population that showed up the prior year. Now, if you have more people show up than last year, then you may not be prepared to fit 300 people in an elementary school library, for example, with screaming children. But it happens. Okay, so everybody gets together in a, in a designated... Uh, caucus, caucusing, canvassing, caucus, yeah, location, right? Okay, so I'm there. I'm right there. Walk me through it. Everyone shows up, and they break out into what's called a preference group based on the candidate that they support, and we vote, get counted off. So you vote. You the preference group. Um. So you have to decide on which white guy you want to run the country at that point. Is that how that works? <laughs> yes, they have conveniently narrowed that down for us, making the selection much easier. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, it just seems like a more out loud version of a primary. Like everybody gets, right? I mean, how is that fundamentally different? What? Everybody shows up and then you 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 peel off into your various corners and then somebody counts the number of people in, in everybody's corner. So, but that's not fundamentally different than just But voting. it's not a secret ballot like, well, like it is true. everywhere else, right? right? And that's the big difference? It's not... Well, the, the difference is there's a few things that are a little different. Um, in Iowa, uh, anonymous voting is not allowed in the Democratic Party. So you always have to know who is who. Uh, the other part different is the viability, meaning your first choice may not be what's called viable. And... Uh, you have to meet viability, and if your first choice is not viable, you have to choose a second choice. Okay, so if explain what viable means. So, so does that mean if if everybody in my little group said, "I'm going to pick pick on some Gabbard," no, I'm going to pick on somebody who I really want to pick on Klobuchar. Yeah, everybody okay. in my group picks Klobuchar, but that's not viable because it's literally not viable for anyone else. What would happen? If it's not, first off, explain viability yeah, and then exp mean? and then explain what would happen the next. I would have to go like Buttigieg or somebody else? Correct. Based on the number of people that show up, there's a viability number, which usually is around 15% of the total people there. If you don't meet that 15% threshold after the first count, then you have to either leave, refuse to realign, <laughs> or pick somebody else that you do like as a second choice. I'm sorry, but I love that one of the choices is just like, okay, all right. You, you know what? Just get go. out. Just get, Bill, <laughs> go. Look at <laughs> all of you motherfuckers in the corner like, oh, you, oh yeah, Jill Stein, get the fuck out what of here. What a weird system. Wow, that is very strange. Now, I got I to gotta ask, how long does something like this take? Is it like a jury? Do they lock you in there until you figure this yeah. shit out? 
So it, there isn't a time limit, but uh, you have to stay the whole time or you run the risk of not getting counted at the end of the night. It isn't unheard of for some candidates to drag it out as long as they can, hoping other groups leave, pushing their count up. Filibuster that to the fucking caucus. <laughs> now, they, they have taken steps to stop that, and we're hoping that doesn't happen, but we also haven't had eight candidates uh, – Right, right. Eight right. candidates changes everything. So I think from your brief description, we can agree this system is bizarre. Is it preferable to a primary in your opinion? <sighs> yes and no. Uh, overall, no. I think there's a lot of strength in being able to choose a second choice. I, I'm a big believer in ranked choice voting in the first place. Yeah, ranked choice is fucking baller. We should have ranked choice everywhere. Every Every you should be able to do rank choice for everything yeah. in your life. I want to rank choice fucking my cookie selection right. when I go to the fucking grocery store. I routinely wake up and rank choice the children in my I, house. Absolutely. But absolutely. Like, yeah. I rank choice my mistresses. Are you kidding me? <laughs> there is value with the ranked choice aspect. I do like that. Uh, I don't like that you have to physically sit in a room for usually a minimum of two to two and a half hours. Um Usually in a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> I would, how, how on earth, okay, how on earth, you know, there's so many people, so many, and I, and I don't want to pick on the young people, but really the young, young people, people genuinely don't want to be involved because it, at least from the ones that we read, we read a, a an article and granted it was just one article and it was just a sampling of 10 people that were very apathetic. But of those people, most of them, really just didn't want to be involved because it felt like too much of an intrusion into right. their day. And that was just regular voting for the president. I literally cannot imagine you really have to get out the people, the people that show up for this really have to be into politics. Yeah. You probably don't just get some sort of fence sitter or some uh, some person who's just, just doesn't really care that much. Who the fuck has two and a half hours? Like this, like this is like a Lord of the Rings movie. Exactly. Primary exactly. vote. Exactly. So here's what you guys are gonna you guys are gonna love this part that about being engaged. Having undecided as your first choice can actually be a viable group. So you could lock yourself into undecided if enough people show up. Oh. Okay. All right. Let me just let me just game this out. You wake up in the morning, it's fucking Tuesday or whatever, and you're in Iowa and you don't hang yourself. Weird choice. <laughs> then <laughs> As you walk to the caucus thing and see people swinging from the trees. <laughs> and then you're like, you know, I'm going to do my civic duty and vote for, I don't know, <laughs> like, who do you like best? I haven't picked, but I'm going to pick not picking and I'm going to spend all day doing oh it. Oh my gosh. Do you guys, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Do you get paid time off for this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Because I care. Oh, uh, see. Okay. Uh, man, you got to really care about not caring. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. But I want everyone to know that I don't know. Uh, like, do you guys get like stickers that say I caucused? <laughs> if, they get, if they give them to me, I'll give them out. But uh, I don't know if anybody's going to want to uh, wear them. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you get a sticker, we will. I will tell you what. If you get an I caucus sticker <laughs> and you, you, we will trade you a shirt. Yes. For the sticker. So you send the sticker to us, we will send you a shirt back. I promise you, we will do it. And I will put it on Gary. <laughs> I will put an iCaucus sticker on Gary. Um, I would think that if somebody were to go to this, they would have to have a pretty strong opinion about who they want to have 
running for them in the Democratic primary and be the Democratic candidate at the end of the system. Do you have a strong opinion right now? And, you know, since you're going to talk about it in a couple of days, why don't you tell us your strong opinion? You would be surprised how many folks don't have a strong opinion on their first choice. They I, I would be. They go in and they expect to be convinced. Uh, give me your best pitch for why I should vote for X, Y, or Z. Wow. So they I like that. Do that. That sounds actually really awesome, though, because you get people that are like uh, rhetoricians or whatever. You get guys for your party then yes. that are not just going out and canvassing. These are people They're who are showing up literally, literally trying to convince other people. Yeah, and I see why yes, you guys do yes. this early. I see why you're the first ones early because it takes you like, what, 45 days to get this done. And then, you know, finally. <laughs> well, there's only 12 people that live in Iowa. So like they all just, it's basically like one jury. It, yeah, it's like one farmer's market full of people right. in Iowa. <laughs> Can you imagine this system in New York? Oh my God. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it is, I will say this, and 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 Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, this feels like a really Midwestern thing, though. Doesn't Absolutely. it feel like you couldn't yeah. have this somewhere else? You yeah. could not have this in California. You yeah. could no. not have this in New York. You could only have this in a place you could fly <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty bad here. I live in the city. It does get pretty tough and some of these larger precincts, but you can absolutely tell this was designed to be maybe 30 to 60 people in a county high school or whatever. But when it's a thousand people at a time, it's a mess. Just counting the people alone takes 45 minutes. Do they ever decide like by virtue of a giant game of Red Rover? It's Duck Duck Goose. And then whoever catches somebody, it's like, oh, it's Buttigieg for everybody. Right. Red Rover, Red Rover, let Warren come over. Like, <laughs> Gee, there have been decisions made in that manner, whether it's just, I don't know who to go for. I'll flip a coin and I'll walk to that side of the room. I, I can guarantee oh. you that has happened. And delegates have changed oh my hands God. because of a situation like That's that. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. If anyone wants to know why we don't have any problems <laughs> solved ever. <laughs> It's because we we like our whole problem solving like criteria uh, is just like I don't know. I voted for don't blame me. I voted for undecided. <laughs> I'm getting that fucking bumper sticker. That'd be a great bumper don't sticker. Don't blame me. Don't I blame voted me. for undecided. Oh, that's perfect. That's oh, absolutely perfect. God. That'd be a great thing, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid stick. Oh, it's oh, great. Well, we, we definitely want to thank you for coming on and talking to us about this amazing process. <laughs> <laughs> this democratic, the roots of democracy can only flourish in Iowa. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Well, we have uh, this power and we plan to bludgeon everybody with it as much as we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys go first. So you got, it's funny how much people pay attention to these yeah. and you guys go first, but you don't have a lot of delegates. No, yeah, it's the firsties. And going first is not normally a good yeah, thing. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I went first. I mean, it's fine in the gangbang. Other than that, it's <laughs> so, not really yeah. great. Well, the people here love it. They would be very upset if we were gone. I am not convinced we should be first. There are better ways, but as it is, I'm going to try to... The reason I'm doing it mainly is because I don't want the same old white people to do it over and over again. I, I want some newer, younger people to get involved, so maybe we can change this. Wow. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The future is really in the hands of newer, younger white people. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's sad. not sad. It's sad because it's true. Why is that? Oh, why is that true? Make this not true, Jason. Make I'm it trying. not true. Make it not true. 
Uh, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. So we really do appreciate it. Thanks for coming on and telling us about this. And uh, after it's all over and they give you real internet, we'll have you come back on and you can maybe explain <laughs> it to us again. I'll, I'll give each of you a sticker. Don't worry. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Jason. We really do appreciate it. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This next clip comes from our live stream from earlier this week. If you want to check out our live streams, make sure you're tuning in to either Twitch, Mixer, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I mean, Periscope. Every Thursday when we're uh, doing our live streams around 9 p.m. Central. Uh, this clip is about Moses. And yet God raised up this man because he saw something in Moses that the people weren't seeing. You know what it was? He, he grabbed him by the pussy? Yeah. I don't know. What it, What was it? What was it that he could possibly see? That he's going to basically obfuscate all of his entire, his moves the entire time he's in, in the presidency and be completely shady the entire time and build his own wealth? Is that what they saw in Moses? Well, let's find a problem. Moses didn't do that. Oh, no. No. Did, was he hoarding manna? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a big chest of manna Moses. out back. <laughs> Moses has like a fucking hotel empire. <laughs> just, <laughs> and he makes him wander around in a, a, the desert for 40 years because he doesn't want to give him a free room. Right? Yeah. Oh, if everybody wants to stay at Moses 6, yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll leave the torch on for you. Uh, he stood up for God. And he stood up for the nation, the people. And God said, this I man is hate me. The people like, mm. he saw the grace oh, yeah, potential. Oh, yeah, you nailed yeah. it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of it that way because I don't think ever. <laughs> so I, it didn't even occur to me when I don't, because like, I don't get a lot of occurrences in here. You know, like there's not a lot of like, or whatever sound it makes when you guys have one of the thoughts. I don't get that. In, in, yeah, in, you but know, I like when you yeah, do the it. Thunderclap that's supposed yeah. to go off. <laughs> Fuck you, people. And Moses wasn't perfect. He was a murderer. <laughs> Are you listening? I, hold on. Did he say, wait, what just happened? What just happened? It wasn't. I, I like that, like, wait, you could be okay. a murderer and Chet, that puts you in the not Chet, perfect column. Chet, I don't know shit about shit. Was fucking Moses a murderer? Oh. Please tell me. Ian, do you know this? He's struggling. Ian doesn't know. <laughs> Does chat, let us know. Let us know, chat. Did he did he murder people? Oh my god. Yeah, it's only 5 minutes, but I'm not going to play any more of it. I think I'm done. <laughs> Moses did indeed, indeed kill a dude before flinging. <laughs> wow. Well, he probably shot him on 5th Avenue. <laughs> yeah, wait. So. Didn't, didn't lose a single vote <laughs> in his non-voting power. Grab. Had no did. idea. I know that there was a couple other dudes that they point to that are murderers. I know that they do. Like one of them is one of the kings. An David. Exodus. David. Oh, is it an Exodus? Yeah, that Moses killed. Read it. An Egyptian. Oh, you don't have the thing? I mean, it just says that he killed somebody. Do you, does it have a, a, a reference? All right, yeah. read the whole Bible and then let us know yeah, just, where okay, it's at. One day. Uh, okay, children. Here we go. One day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. God, I hate mm. this so much. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people, looking this way and that and... What? <laughs> this way this and that. Way and that. Okay. Yeah, and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian <laughs> and hid him in the sand. <laughs> Uh, the next day he went out and saw two Hebrews, Hebrews fighting. He asked the one in the wrong, why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? He didn't uh, kill that one? 
Well, not yeah. Oh, he's gonna kill him too. The man said, "Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian?" (laughs) (laughs) Then Moses was afraid and thought, "What I did must have become known." When Pharaoh oh. heard of this, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh. Oh, so he wasn't sad until he got found out. Yeah, that tracks. This last part is interesting. <laughs> oh. It says, Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian where he sat down by a well. <laughs> <laughs> so This book is fucking ridiculous. If you look to this and you say, you know what? That has all the answers. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Oh, uh, Jesus. I, I do want to point out again, like, somehow that <laughs> murder puts him in the not perfect. Like, not perfect is like, oh, I know. Sometimes I don't wash out my smoothie glass. You know what I mean? Yes, I once in a while. Like, there's oh, a thing man. you do. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, every, yeah. every once in a while, like, I'm late to work yeah. a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. Oh, now oh, I cheat on my wife. Like whatever, you know, whatever. However, tomato, works. Tomato. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, but murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Uh... So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons: Patrick, Kirsten, John, Cosmic. Caleb, Joe, Roni, Zach, Austin, Shannon, Elizabeth. Isn't Shannon Elizabeth a person? <laughs> Damien, Susan, Sarah, Victor, Richard, Jennifer, Nicholas, Melanie. And I became a patron to watch Tom build a PC by himself. Okay. We uh, we want to say before I get into that, I am going to we are going to send mess uh, send mugs to Caleb, Shannon and Susan if you could send a message to ian at dissonancepod.com with your snail mail address, we will ship you a sweet citation mu- citation needed mug. You have to listen to one episode. I'll know if you're lying. We will see the download when we know. I want to mention that we talked about this on stream maybe last week. I'm yep. not sure where we mentioned it, but we were building a we're build we built a new new PC for the studio so that our streaming could be improved. Streams are going great. We're having a great time. Come check us out nine central uh, every Thursday. The streams are a lot of fun. We normally watch a talkie and we have a lot of uh, a good time just kidding yeah, around great. and joking around. And they're they're a lot of fun. And uh, we put a lot of time and and work into the production of these. And so we built a new computer with Ian's help. Uh, to, when I say Ian's help, Ian built the computer and uh, we watched. And so when that was all done, we we plugged it all in. But while we were building it and beforehand, yeah. people had said. I want to see Tom build the computer. And I said, I'm not doing that because those parts are expensive. (laughs) And they said, don't worry, we'll buy you new parts. And I said, I tell you what, if we reach a goal, so there's a goal on our Patreon page. If we reach that goal of that number of patrons, we will, I will go and buy the exact same computer that that Ian and I put together and I will live stream for patrons the Tom putting that computer together and then we will pick a lucky patron that joins between now and us reaching that goal out of a hat and we will send you that completely unworkable, unusable (laughs) hunk of metal. We I will, will follow the instructions to it. I will. I will. Send, I will read I, them. I will send this to you. I cannot wait. The first moment of Tom putting the processor in is going to be my favorite thing because 
It, the funny thing is, is the processor on this and the motherboard don't aren't very instructive on where the, the processor, which orientation the processor is. And Ian almost got it wrong. So I would love to see you put the processor in at the wrong orientation. That would be the best. Is it ruined if you do that? Or oh you God, yes. It back it's absolutely 100% destroyed. And you just ruined a very expensive part of the PC <laughs> and it will not run. It won't even boot up. Won't, so, it won't run backwards. Won't, you can just type it won't backwards. Anything. It won't do anything. Man. It's fucked. It's essentially fucked. So anyway, uh, we are we're happy that everybody is is donating and joining in. We we are uh we are putting out every week 30 plus minutes of content on YouTube and Twitch uh and all those places where our videos are. So you can go check those out and patrons get that audio every week. So we 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 cut that audio and we we put that in so it goes into your podcast player. Um, most of the stuff we do is not visual. So it, it actually works out to be a pretty cool little extra. Every week patrons are getting 30 plus minutes extra. Yeah, I just want to go ahead and just flat out ask everybody listening. If you're a listener to the show, you've been a listener for a long time, you love the show, please do become a patron. I just want to ask you to do it. It matters to us. We need patrons. We need to have patrons to have the studio to be able to afford to continue to do the show. It means a lot to us and it means a lot to our families. So if you can be a patron, we would genuinely appreciate it. And if it, you're please. a new listener, we'd like you to be a patron too. <laughs> yeah. Not just I, an old listener. I'm saying if you yeah. like the show. Yeah. And we, if you don't, I don't know why yeah. you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that we, seems like a waste of your time, but please be a patron. We definitely want to thank the patrons though. Yeah. You know, and to reach that goal of uh, I build a beautiful, svelte, sexy, Ikea computer. computer. <laughs> um, I I can't really do Ikea furniture that well. I, I I would say, like, to reach that goal, if you're already a patron, maybe consider upping your patronage. Um, we would certainly fucking appreciate that. <laughs> um, for real, we've invested a tremendous amount of money in the show over the last year. Um, a tremendous amount of time. Tremendous amount of time. Tremendous amount of time. Um, and it means a lot to us to have the patrons. We really do need you guys. Yeah. I know we joke about chicken wings and beer. We're not spending on chicken wings and beer, guys. Yeah, I'm spending on the on the electricity for our for our building and for right. rent. We have to have a space, and yep. so the place you guys pay for that for us. Yeah. So we thank you. We, we can't thank you enough. To us. Got a message from Justin, and he said, uh, "Just wanted to let you guys know that part of what determines the stock price is how much money the company is making and what their profit margin is. So in order to keep stock prices high, executives need to." Executives need to at least maintain their profit margins, which means fighting tooth and claw against giving their employees raises. Makes sense. Yep. It's one of the things that we kind of didn't really talk about. There's so many things wrong with the current system and how the current system works and how the current system rewards. There's so many things wrong with it. Well, only if you're people. Yeah, only if you're you know? the working guy. Right. If you're not yeah. the working guy, it's kind of good. The system works really good for the top 1%, which Absolutely. is why they're in charge of everything and yeah. have all the money. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a message. Uh, this is from Austin. And Austin says, hey, so he wants to know if this is a parenting and fail or success. He says, I usually pick up the food for the kids. This time I brought home Little Caesar's pizza. My two youngest greeted me with, you're the best dad. <laughs> This made me start thinking, is my children believing in shitty Little Caesars pizza is actually, that is actually good? Is that a parental win? Have I failed my children by allowing them to think that this is acceptable food? Austin, I, I think I reject the premise. First of all, it is not an edible food. What's worse, Little Caesars or Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, shit. Or CeCe's. Domino's is the worst. 
Domino's is pretty bad. Domino of all that, of all that. Papa like, John's is really terrible too. I yeah, it is, but Do, uh, Domino's doesn't even taste right. Like Domino's has that like there's a super thin, soggy. It's slimy. Crust. It's slimy. Yeah. Domino's pizza is a slime pizza. I didn't, I didn't do they even use sauce or they I just don't know. Like, spit on it a yeah, little bit and I stick think, it in there. I think they gut someone. <laughs> they cut someone's guts out and just pour them on the it's disgusting. God, what a fucking nightmare Domino's yeah. is. There's so many bad pizza places out there. So yeah. They're all in New York, but there's so <laughs> many bad pizza places. Um Wait, I, I, when you think about all those pizza places, yeah. though, they're all that gross, thin crust foldable shit. They really, yeah. Well, Domino's is that weird cracker squares. Like, are they? Cr- yeah, are they squares? Yeah, they're weird. I have not had Domino's in such a long time. Yeah, when I remember you have Domino's, more than four dollars. Yeah, well, <laughs> I remember Domino's being the one that you folded. Maybe I'm thinking of a different pizza. I think maybe you are because Domino. The last time, but again, it's been many years since I had Domino's pizza because I got a job. And vowed never to order that again. Like Domino's is the I'd kind of pizza. Eat, I'd rather eat raw ramen from a bag in a heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat. I would rather just eat salt. Just to yeah. say, have like a bag of salt. Yeah. I I see now. Looking at Domino's, it looks like one of those foldable pizzas to me. It doesn't look like a cracker crust. It looks like a gross. Yeah. The last time I had it, it was like a really thin square crackery. Okay. But again, it's. It's yeah. been at least 20 years. Sure. I have not had it in the 2000s. Okay. All right. So. No, it's not a food. And you are, look, here's the thing. I think any, a, a parenting win is when you can shut your goddamn kids up for 30 seconds. That's true. And so fucking, you just won. If you yeah. can shut those little dream thieves up for fucking <laughs> 10 seconds, good for you. Good on you. Feed them whatever kind of toxic fucking garbage they'll fit in their face. No one cares. I actually completely agree with yeah. <laughs> I'm right there. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Dawson, they can stay quiet. It's fine, for man. 10 seconds and give you 30 seconds a piece. Hey, man, they have yeah. no fucking future. Yeah. So, like, who cares, really? So, we got an, an. Okay. So, the other night on the stream when we were yeah. building this computer, mm-hmm. someone said that they wanted to have uh, write a uh, Gary uh, uh, fan fiction. And then they decided to put Tom in the fan fiction. Well, here's the thing they wrote a fucking novel. <laughs> And we can't read all this on air, but I am going to have Tom read part of this. Not all of it, because reading all of it is a lot. Like it's, I mean, it's genuinely a lot here, Uh, but I am going to find Tom. um, And uh, I I think, I think we're going to do these couple paragraphs here. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Uh, Uh, There we go, Tom. Why don't you just read this part? Okay. This gives you an idea of what's available in, in. You know, our patrons give us gifts sometimes. And gifts. this is a gift. This is a gift. This is a gift. What you know what we should do is we should have Ian post this on the Patreon so patrons can can get the actual what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's you know, do that. If That's, they want to read the whole they want to read the they want to read the whole erotic fiction fan fiction of Gary of and Gary myself. and you. Anyway, Tom, right, why don't I'm, you just read just gonna, read this part? Mm. Now, this is the middle of the fan fiction, so it's not you guys are missing the build up. So right, well, we I'm, go. I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna read two lines up though, okay. just to give us a little more sure. context. If Gary's face wasn't frozen in a horrifying expression that could only be described as Twilight Zone esque, he would have moaned in pleasure. <laughs> Tom was short in more ways than one. <laughs> But by the gods, oh. he was thick. Rude. It was like being fucked by a tree stump. <laughs> 
See, it's just, this is complimentary. Okay. It's complimentary, Tom. Sure. It's complimentary. Yeah. I already left the studio in this. I didn't, even get, I didn't even get to double team Gary. <laughs> Fuck you. I would have plugged him up airtight. Anyway, Very keep going. Uncomfortable. It's I, fine. I hope my kids never listen. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I really do. I hope that. Tom pumped ferociously into Gary, or rather on Gary, because the mannequin had no true orifice. Yeah, look, Tom was essentially yeah. hot dogging him. <laughs> okay. That's not true. There's plenty of holes in Gary. Anyway, continue. That's what the kids these days called it, right? The seductive scent of the sweet strawberry lube mixed with Tom's manly aroma <laughs> overpowered whatever senses Gary had left. Uh, he didn't care that he didn't have a functioning asshole to be filled or even genitalia. He was just happy that he could make Tom happy. <laughs> he dare say he loved the man, even if Tom would never truly return his feelings. I think I'm, I'm changing my mind about this. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Before long, he felt Tom quick at his pace. <laughs> it didn't take long. Who are you kidding? Start quick. Who are you kidding? Yeah, start quick, finish quick. Gary had been fucked by the man enough times <laughs> to know when he was coming. Wanting nothing more. How yeah, all, he had, to do, all he had to do was count on his hand one to five oh, and Jesus. he was done. Not even slowly. Wanting nothing more than for Tom to cover him in hot love gravy. <laughs> Gary's mind scream. Shoot your goo, my dude. <laughs> and shoot his goo, he did. We need a shirt. Shoot your goo, my dude. We need a shirt. And shoot his goo, he did, grunting feirally as he spurted baby batter onto Gary's lube-smeared backside. Why do you need lube? He was just hot-dogging it. What do you I, need the lube for? I don't even know. After a few still seconds, Tom clumsily sat on the ground, letting Gary fall beside him. Gary didn't mind, as he was now lying beside his panting flesh daddy. <laughs> what surprised what? Gary, however, was the sound of Tom suddenly <laughs> sobbing. It doesn't count unless you cry. <laughs> this is so fucked. I'm sorry, Gary. Tom I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm going to read the next no, slide. slide. For a man so seemingly full of life, Tom cry, Tom's cries were incredibly empty. <laughs> it's so dark. This is the darkest fucking thing. <laughs> the darkest thing about this. No, Tom. Tom, the darkest thing about this uh, is this person wrote this that night. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, if you want to read all of this, um, we're going to turn it into a PDF, I guess. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have Ian uh, turn it into a PDF, and we will uh, we will post it for anybody who wants to read <laughs> this. Uh, this we want to thank we want to thank uh, Kai, Kaya Kaya for writing it. We got a message uh, from John, and John let us know that they put a uh, uh, on the back of their car. They first they live in. Fucking, they're gay atheists living in Mississippi. Fucking terror. Oh my God. That sounds like the worst. But on the back of their car, on the windows, they put, credulity is not a virtue and doubt even this. And I think that's pretty cool. And it looks really yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, uh, and so instead of, uh, I don't know, stick figure family, they put this right. on there. So pretty great. We love it, John. Thank you for sending them pictures. I do also want to mention that only in fucking Mississippi is somebody the high school history, psychology, and economics teacher? <laughs> You're the only one in Mississippi who can read a book. They saddle you with everything. Like a one guy with a college degree. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, teach it all. Yeah. Teach it all. Teach the whole thing. 
I got juice harp covered. You do the rest. <laughs> so uh, we wanted to say, give a shout out to Terry. We sent, Terry couldn't make it to our pizza party, Boom. but we were able to send him a shirt and he sent us a picture. Thanks for listening, Terry. We know you've been a fan for a long time. We're sorry you couldn't make it. Um, but the next pizza party, we hope you can make. Absolutely. We also want to send a shout out to Justin who just sent us a message and said, thanks for keeping me company through a dark time in his life. So th Justin, if anything, if, if, if we did anything, it was by accident, but we were happy you listened. So thank you so Our much. Our pleasure. So Shane also sent in a picture of him. His dog looks like a pity maybe uh, in the... <laughs> In the cog dish shirt. Just rocking Extra that Extra large fits. Man. Man. Good for you. Good looking That's dog. That's a good looking dog. And that dog looks great. Although it doesn't look like it can walk in that shirt. Fashionable dog. But still. Very nice. We want to thank Jason uh, for, for joining us tonight. Jason uh, is a Caucasian from, uh, <laughs> from, uh, from Iowa. And we want to thank him for joining us uh, to talk about the caucus system uh, we we want to have him on again uh, in the future to talk to him in depth about him. We were having some internet problems tonight, so we could not uh, get some of his sound. You probably heard when you listened to it that some of his sound was a little garbled. Um, we were having some real serious internet connection issues with him. We're hoping that in the future, uh, Iowa will have the internet and he won't have to <laughs> call in using a string and a can. <laughs> <laughs> he had to borrow it from Nebraska. <laughs> It wasn't like, even his can. <laughs> well, we want to thank him for joining us and, and, in, yeah. and illuminating the, 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 the idea and the concept of the caucuses. So, very strange. Yeah, very strange and absolutely belongs to Iowa. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.